Welcome back to the Future Self Podcast. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4. A more chill episode today. It's going to be you and I sitting down, having a convo, going over some things, having a chat. A little bit less formal than the recent conversations I've been doing. Um, I actually put up a Q&A on my Instagram this week. So I'll link my Instagram down in the socials if you don't follow me. But I put in a questions and answers box and I asked everyone to just ask some questions relating to business, coaching, my approach, my thoughts, mindsets, my current experiences, things like that. So I thought we're just going to have a chat. I'm going to definitely answer quite a few of those questions. Before I do, there's a few things I want to talk about. It's fucking February, March 2024. It's crazy. This year is going by so quick. Like New Year's was fucking a few weeks ago. And now already we're a few months actually into the year. This year started off different to any year I've ever experienced. The past few years for me was always rapid and fast at the start of the year. It was setting up new clients. It was changing business structures. It was venturing into new areas looking at different investments and things along those lines. This year has been a little bit slower for me, but it's been a force slower because there's a big change for me coming up, which is a big change in my business structure. Um, I'm actually traveling. So I'm launching everything to go more online than what it is now. Um, Most of my business is online at the moment anyway, but it's launching 100% of it to be online and I'm pretty much packing up. I'm renting out my apartment um, don't know what I'm going to do with the whip yet. Don't know if anyone's interested in buying an AMG, definitely let me know. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm going to do something that I've been dreaming about for so long. Uh, me and my partner split up at the back end of last year and that brought a lot of change for the start of this year. There was a lot of adjustment, a lot of uncomfortable periods. There was a lot of test on me ultimately being the person I want to be and not acting out of emotions or, you know, not responding and things like that. Um, I definitely, I don't think I got to be the person I wanted to be towards the back end of last year. And that's been something I've definitely learned from. I can't hold guilt and regret towards um, any of the actions I've made in my life, fucking from primary school to high school to my adult life, because they're just lessons and no human is perfect. And I'm not going to put that pressure on myself to always act perfect. I always do the best I can and I always try and show up the best I can, but mistakes are always going to be made. Um, And yeah, you know, they're just lessons ultimately if you can turn around from that. Training at the moment, I will be honest, has just been fucking elite. There's just something about a mindset when you tap into not bitching it anymore and just doing what you actually can do so much changes. It's unreal. I spent half of last year training in the most mediocre state ever. My hip naturally was a bit of a pathway down to not being bothered or being a bit, you know, pulled back with my output. But then I just fell into a bit of a lackluster effort going along with the motions. And I called myself out at the start of this year. And it's been one of the best things I've done because training hard is about pushing limits. 
It's about going to the gym and showing up and doing things that you haven't done before. It's lifting heavier. It's seeing if you're able to achieve a new lift or a new amount. So many people fall into that mindset of, oh, I have to train or I have to lift heavier. You don't have to do shit and stop fucking whinging about it because you're going to get nowhere. If you're going to the gym with the have to mindset and the feeling of being forced, I'd recommend you actually stop going for a little bit. Now, no one clipped this, okay? Um, but I'd, I'd recommend stop going for a bit because ultimately the result is you're going to feel shit you're going to change in the way you look. Things are going to go backwards and become regressive. And then you'll wake up and, and realize, holy shit, how, how much the gym was doing for you. How much progress was actually being made in you as a person, in your career, in your life, in your friendships, in your relationships. I don't want anyone to ever not work out and train. But if you're sitting in that position and you don't realize how special the opportunity it is to get to the gym and train doesn't matter if it's hard if you fucking cry when you're at the gym if it's hot if you can't be bothered it's okay to have down sessions but if you view it as a burden you need to fucking realize how special it is now i'm not going to go guru on you but if you look at what's going on in the world at the moment like truthfully people don't have the opportunity to do what we do we fucking get to wake up and go for a walk right next to the beach or if you're listening this from the countryside or the city we get to wake up and watch the sunrise we get to go to the gym go for a run walk with friends hit a cardio machine like we get to do this shit and people don't get to do that and it's okay at times to not feel grateful for it and it's okay at times to fall into mindsets of it being hard and boring but ultimately you can't live your life that way and something needs to change I've changed so much at the moment with my training and eating and I just can't tell you how much better I feel. I'm looking better. I'm lifting heavier. My memories actually changed heaps. Uh, the clarity in my mind has changed so much since I've changed the quality of my food and I've just had this real flick of adjustment, which has been, yeah, really nice. It's been a, a good change for me because so much of my focus is always centered around business and progress and growth. And it's changed so much recently, you know, especially just from my recent relationship ending and experiences afterwards. I have so much value towards myself, my mental health, my training, family and friends and connections. You know, life doesn't need to always be hectic and progressing or regressing. It's okay at times to sit in the middle. It's okay to be doing things and seeing slow change. It doesn't always have to be rapid and chaotic and fucking crazy which is the pot calling the kettle black essentially because i adjusted my life to thriving in chaos i absolutely loved it if i ever had a quiet week i would throw myself into the midst of something crazy uh my book is now live um it's on my website i'll link that too but my book came about from a week that i had with a few clients on holidays and a few sick and a few on pause so I just wrote a book, which I'm grateful for, but it just shows that I just wasn't able to sit in the calm. I always had to be in the peak of the, in the crazy and yeah. Anyway, that was just a bit of an intro, a bit of a, a generalized chat, but I want to get onto some of these questions because some of these are good expressions and then some of them are about uh, me and my lifestyle and what's going on. And you know, if you're tuning in, I hope you care about myself and what I'm doing and my goals and, and whatnot. But yeah, like I said, the biggest change is definitely the online launching, which is fucking unreal. 
Funny enough, the first question actually is linked to that. What's this travel plan question mark? Since I was 16, I've always had the goal of building an empire or building an ability to be sufficient enough to work online and travel the fucking world. Now, the original plan was the end of this year, maybe the start of the year after. And I don't know how aligned you guys are to universe talk and uh, manifestation and things like that. But I've been talking about it for so long. And I've been talking about it for so long in a third person view. I'm going to do this soon. These are the changes that will have to happen. And I've been speaking about it. And I feel like the universe for me at the moment is just really thrown me into it. Almost in a sense of it's given me opportunities in the light of you've talked about it for so long. I'm going to make life uncomfortable for you at the moment. Fucking do something about it. So the plan is to travel to a more local country and live there for a few weeks. Just get a feel for what it's like working online and traveling. Um, And then I'm going to country hop to somewhere a little bit further away and then go to the center of Europe and just explore. This honestly could go for four months, six months, a year, two years. I don't know. I'm going to really work hard with social media. I'm going to be putting out content. I'm still going to be filming the podcast. I'm going to be putting every fucking hour I have into my online one-to-ones, supporting them, programming, expanding their minds, developing their lifestyles. So it's not this side business I'm running whilst I travel. I want to work four days of the week and travel for about three of them. So that's why it's a slow process. I'm not country hopping every week. I want to be in a certain place for two weeks to a month because I need to find a studio for the pod because I fucking love this. Uh, And I'll need to find a gym. I'll need to set up camp, computer work. I still have my spreadsheets. I'm definitely wanting to keep the system running where it doesn't impact any of my clients that I'm working with as if they have to adjust to what my lifestyle is. I'm going to adjust my lifestyle to keep things running. Still doing my updates on Sundays and Mondays and Fridays too. My midweek check-ins, I'm going to adjust my hours with um, communication and texting. So, you know, if I need to be up a little bit later or wake up a little bit earlier, I just want it to still thrive as well as exploring life. I went for a five-day holiday to Bali at the back end of last year and it changed my fucking life. Five days, that's it. I was in a different country for five days and the amount of expansion that it created for me was something I can't describe. I was just mind-blown of what I saw out there that there's more to life than just your hometown and your hometown people. Like just, yeah, I really want to experience and meet people. I'm so fucking obsessed with meeting new people and having conversations. I love having conversations and picking apart someone's mindset and their experiences and why they are the way they are. But that's the plan. Uh, If you have any more questions on it, feel free to DM me one-to-one on Instagram. I'm definitely open to talk about it. Um, But yeah, it's a goal since I was 16 and I've been working so hard towards it. And there's been a big achievements along the way, like my car was a big one and then buying my unit was another big one, but it's time to do the ultimate goal. And this is going to change my life in so many ways and I can't wait for it. I almost can't predict how it's going to. 
but I'm just open to anything and everything along the way for that journey. And I hope you guys stick around. I'm becoming so obsessed with content at the moment and filming videos and editing and I just, I know it's going to step up so much. There's only so much content you can pump out when you're working 60 hours in a gym. You're spending eight hours of sleep at night and then every other time is just efficient with training and hanging out or catching up with friends quickly over the week. The next question is the biggest struggle you see at the gym. The biggest struggle I see at the gym is someone's nervousness, anxiety, and stress of feeling like they're an important character at the gym and that they're being judged. That's part one. Part two is people just not fucking pushing hard enough. Now, the judgment factor, one thing I used to do with any new client who said they were nervous in the gym, I would grab a five kilo bumper plate, throw it up in the air, let it slam on the floor and ask that individual to look around at who watched. And nine times out of 10, not a single person turns their head. There might be the one occasion where one person is just curious on what the loud fucking bang was. But it was just a way to give insight that people ultimately don't care you're there. They don't care what you're doing. Everyone's at the gym to better themselves, uh, socialize or just escape and allow a few minutes or hours of the week to zone into focusing on developing the person they want to be. The thing with that though, is everyone always forgets we were all beginners to start with. I am so competent and comfortable with training weights. I'm comfortable in any gym setting. I could go to a new gym and not blink an eye and feel nervous at all, but that wasn't always the case. The first time I ever went to a gym, I was fucking terrified. I remember in one of the first gyms I went to, I left weights on the machine and one of the staff members came up and asked me to unrack the weights. Super nice and polite. And I absolutely shit myself and left and told everyone that I'm never going back there again. But everyone's been in that position before. Everyone forgets that the human experience is so not individual. We've all been the beginner. We've all fucked up and lived. We've all failed. We've all dropped the bar pinched our fingers in the dumbbells, stressed about what's going on, who's there. We've all been through it. And we always compare to people that are ahead of us. And that's the issue. You're comparing to people on a different timeline to you. And that's why you feel small, weaker, less capable, not as competent, not as confident. You're comparing to someone who's been in the gym for six or seven years and you've been in for a year. You've been in for a month. Like you're a beginner. Everyone needs to learn to ride a bike. Everyone needs to learn to walk. The human experience of life is learning and we all start being a beginner. The second part, as I mentioned before, is not lifting heavy enough. I think everyone would know that one person who's gone to the gym for years and just hasn't changed. Their body hasn't changed. They don't lift heavier. They haven't gotten fitter. Ultimately, people just don't take it serious enough. And depending on what your goals are, if you're there to socialize, you know, escape your normal routine, it's okay to be in that position. But if you're questioning why you aren't seeing change or you're curious as to why people don't change, they just don't do enough. They're not overloading. They're not, new, they're not stimulating their body in a new light that they haven't stimulated before. 
you grab the same fucking 10 kilo dumbbells, you put on the same 60 kilos on the bench, you do a few pinholes down on the seated row, you grab the six kilos for the lateral raises, you're leg pressing a 20 either side, you're sitting in that zone of comfort and that zone of comfort is so dangerous because you're doing something uncomfortable in quotation marks I did for anyone who's tuning in on Spotify. You're sitting in a zone of comfort within an uncomfortable situation. And what I mean by that is people praise going to the gym is pushing discomfort, which it is, but you can still do comfortable things there. Going to the gym for change is not good enough on its own. You need to go to the gym and push yourself. Why do you think crossfitters just have the physiques they have or the fitness they have and it's because they're just fucking animals they're animals in the mindset of tapping into pushing themselves harder than they've pushed before you can't always be in that position but ultimately the recipe for progress is so basic it's a new stimulus overloaded of a perfected movement pattern repeated exactly the same that's how progress happens in a hypertrophy muscle building setting at the gym Same systems with cardio, it's pushing longer or tapping into new intensities, it's elevating your output. Cut the shit and lift heavier. That's the most basic thing I can say is you need to overload a little bit more, you need to stop going for what's comfortable. If you're someone who progresses by picking the next dumbbell or you put the weight up by one pin slot or you put micro plates on either side, that's what isn't good enough. Now, at times, I'm not going to be generalized, quoted and have people at me for small progressions don't equal big outcomes. They do. But I'm talking in the light of if you're someone that just does a little bit more for the sake of it, that's why the change isn't there. And I'm here to vouch for it because last year, I would dare say my physique, strength and fitness regressed. From January to December last year, I spent the year slowly going backwards. From December to February, March now, I have progressed more in that three-month period than I have all of last year. I'm eating better. I'm pushing hard as fuck. I'm tracking my weights. I'm overloading. I'm pushing new limits in classes. I ran a half marathon. Like I'm just doing things I haven't done before and the body reacts to that. We are designed to survive. And if you give a stimulus that makes the body feel like it's a struggle, you bet your ass you're going to progress. Okay, next question. Where are you taking the pod? This is a good question. Uh, Interesting to me. The pod is something I'm just bearing with. I'm just having fun with it. I'm enjoying it. I'm reaching out to new people every couple of weeks and seeing if they want to jump on the pod. I'm doing solo episodes when I feel like just having a convo. I just love talking and I love expressing. I feel like I'm an open book and I've lived such a fucking big life in the 22 years. Like I've just experienced so much good and bad that life has to offer. Um, And that's why I just, I like sharing. I definitely want it to become something massive to like my, my ultimate goal is stage talks, you know, Ted talks or um, Tony Robbins type events, things like that to me just light me up so much. And I would love to be on stage one day. And I feel like this is a similar light or a pathway to there. I love asking questions. I love people being vulnerable. I love picking apart people's brains and the way they think and why they think that way. I love meeting new people. Having a conversation for me is just so rewarding. So with the pod, it's growing slowly. 
I'm sharing it on my socials so people see it. When people share it, it actually makes me feel so amazing because it's other people getting to see it. I'm not sitting here focused on the view count or the subscriber count. Like they're slowly going up. Views go up and down. Some episodes are interesting, some aren't. And I'm okay with that because I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Um, The convos with my boys at the start of the year have popped off and that's so special to me. If anyone watches on YouTube, uh, swipe across the YouTube shorts because I just post little motivation-based videos on there and they're doing really well at the moment too. But the pod is of enjoyment. And I'm just having fun with it. Biggest struggle at the moment. So of course, the question is directed at my biggest struggle at the moment. My biggest struggle at the moment. Fuck. It's a good question. Let me think about it for a second because I don't want to just spin something on the fly. I would say... It's been backing myself, self-validating and being the person I want to be. Um, There's been a bit of gossip and a bit of shit talked about me at the moment, which is, it's always been that case. People always talking about people doing well or doing different. Um, But when it's about my personal life, it's a bit shit to know people are yapping and gossiping. And it's been really hard to not get involved in that. Um, maybe this is too personal of a share, but like I said, I'm an open book. And if you're wanting to tune in and listen to me, uh, I, I feel like I owe it to just be my authentic self and not to try and articulate a conversation to be politically or society correct. Um, it's been really hard to not bite back. I've had to sit down and ask myself so many times in the past few weeks, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? If people don't talk to you anymore, don't be spiteful. If people are unfollowing you and not supporting your content anymore, still be happy, cheerful and say hello. If there's friction against people competing against you, don't root for their downfall. It's I've really been trying to be the human I want to be, uh, backing myself, respectful, kind, but not overly outwards to everyone i'm not accessible by everyone and i'm not going to be i'm not going to fake to your face and be over the top but i just have really been trying within myself to act as the version of myself that i want to be not not time into drama and not try and defend actions or try and cancel out gossip or change people's opinions i've learned so much that people perceive the world as they are not as situations are or as you are and that's okay um but again it's it's allowed so much growth for me and that's why i'm so keen to travel and just expand i i I love wollongong and wollongong's done a lot for me and i feel like i've done a lot for it on the low scale of coaching and community and trying to be a positive influence in this city um but i don't know i just feel like I'm outgrowing it and not outgrowing it in the light of I'm better than it, just outgrowing it in the sense of, I don't know what else I can do down here. You know, I feel like it is time to explore and yeah, I just want to come back a different person. I want to experience, I want to experience life and just come back with new mindsets and appreciations and loves and ideas and focuses and um, priorities and values. 
but yeah, that's kind of the scoop of what it's been like for me at the moment. <clears throat> what makes you most happy? I, it makes me most happy to see a human being learn that life is changeable with something as simple as a choice. I can't tell you how many times I've cried over a past client tell me that they were on the verge of fucking suicide and that making a choice to do coaching has them loving their life and loving their body. Or someone who's depressed and unhealthy and hating their body send me a message that they're proud of themselves. Like that shit to me lights me up so fucking much. It is literally why I do everything I do. It all stems from my father. Oh, fuck. It gave me goosebumps man, saying that. Uh, it all stemmed... Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> it all stems from my father in the sense of, I wish I was able to show him that life can change by a choice. Um, and I obviously didn't get that opportunity, but it's allowed me to show and have that opportunity with hundreds of people. So that's one thing that really lights me up and makes me happy. The second thing is people breaking out from the norm. Whether that's they don't party anymore, whether that's they're not doing bags anymore, whether that's they got out of a toxic relationship, they left a friend group. Personal development and growth, you cannot avoid being lonely at times. It is a lonely path to walk at times because ultimately you're doing different to what you've ever done before. And you need to think, depending on how old you are, 18, 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, whatever your age group is, people in your life have become accustomed to you as the person you were before. And that's why when you start self-development, friction starts to arise. People clap back. They might not support you in the ways you'd hope. They might chirp you a little bit on what you're doing or become more picky. And you need to be the bigger person to understand they've adjusted to who you were. They haven't adjusted to who you are or who you are becoming yet. And it's going to take time. Yeah, we can't be the victims and being upset that people aren't rooting for your success because you need to understand ultimately you're changing and you wanted that change and they may have not wanted that. And that's why it can be quite hard doing personal development and uh, you know just growing your yourself. But again it's worth it always because the right ones stick around and the right ones are rooting for you and the wrong ones aren't. And it's really hard to detach from things. It's really, really hard to want someone to think differently. It's really hard to want someone to act differently, but you can't want for someone what they don't want for themselves. And you need to adjust to that. And that's fucking hard. But no one said personal growth and self-development's easy probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do but i mean it is kind of that's the pathway of life right finding who you are and who you want to be learning that developing that that is the whole point of life and you really think about it we have so much complexity and stress and uh, self-focus and hyperfixation on the small things we are ultimately one in seven or eight billion with the same complexity of life. Sonda is that word and it is one of my most favorite words and I'm fucking going to get it tattooed on my body to remind me every day. But essentially the definition is that people 
live a life just as complex as your own. So they have their own traumas, positives, negatives, their experiences, their goals. Everyone is living that. And ours isn't any more important than the next person's. What's my training split at the moment? Training for me is just focused on being a better fucking human being. It's lifting heavy, getting stronger with pull-ups, bench press, uh, dips. I'm running. I ran a half marathon like I mentioned before. I'm jumping back in on the cardio class. I'm paddling, um, open ocean paddling. I'm just trying to level up. I'm trying to push myself in new ways. I know when I travel, it's going to be a little bit harder, but you can chuck running shoes on and run anywhere. You can find a gym. There's so many now. But at the moment, I'm just focused on my mental health and I'm focused on training. So training is nothing specific. I'm not bodybuilding hypertrophy. I'm not crossfitting. I'm not hybrid training or being an athlete. I'm doing it all, which is weird because you'd probably say that's hybrid. But it's not that focus. My focus with training is to be better than what I've been before in anything that I enjoy. Because ultimately, you need to do what you enjoy uh, with training because you stick to it longer. But I've just been tracking, lifting heavier, longer sessions, warming up, cooling down, and it just feels unreal. There's nothing more special than putting in all this work, sleep, food, training, cardio, looking in the mirror and just being so grateful and proud of how you look. Like I stopped taking my shirt off at the gym for a little bit just because you're not going to do that when you're doing hypertrophy. Um, and I wasn't doing cardio, which is normally when I do it because just the collar is just so restricting on your neck. But also you're sweating. Like it's just fucking gross to have damp clothes on you. And I've been, again, back into that fitness, taking it off and it just feels good. Like I just inside, I'm fucking so happy with how I look and I'm feeling good and I'm training good. It just makes the biggest difference. Next question. <clears throat> what do you offer within GL coaching and what do you have at the moment? So my biggest changes at the moment is everything's online. I have three different services. I have future self coaching, which is in-depth. It is a complex system of learning to live, show up and progress life for your future self. Uh, the, the biggest difference with that session is we have a 45-minute FaceTime over the week. So it's a big debrief on what you've been doing and what you're up to. I have online coaching, which is a complex focus of your future self, your goals, where you want to be, learning to have boundaries, self back, all of those dynamics. It's the exact same as the top one minus the session. And then I have a third one-to-one option, which is just a basic version of online coaching. There's less communications, there's less touching base, but there's still the same amount of programming. I just, rather than educate and insight on why I'm making the changes, I just make those changes. So it's more for people who can't invest as much, who don't want to change their life completely. They just want to make some positive change, which is fine. It's fine to start small. Uh, or it's just for people who are pretty self-sufficient, but just want a bit of programming guidance. I then have the subscription which is a really cheap, low investment um, focused on training. It shows you how to do the exercises, how not to. It gives you know worded cues on how to engage it better. It's self-managed, it's self-sufficient. There is a one-to-one option, which is a little bit more um, of an investment over the week. But again, it's because I spend my time answering questions if you have any. And then of 
course, like I mentioned before. And then I have the book that I've launched, which I'm so excited about. Nervous as fuck to know if there's spelling mistakes, grammar, just knowing someone's going to send something through. Uh, But I did my best with that side of it. What matters most to me is the content and the content is so important. It's called the guideline of learning how to show up for your future self. So it's literally the structures, principles, it's the blueprint of learning how to show up for your future self. So I have a few hard copies and then um, I have the ebook online, of course. One thing I wanted to put out there though, I want to know what you guys are doing. And now people get scared to comment on YouTube and that's fine. You know, if you're not comfortable with it, that's okay. But if you're tuning in, tell me what you're doing. I want to know what training's like for you at the moment, what your goals are and what your struggles are. Um, I'm happy to open up a conversation in the comments and get back to you guys or switch over to the gram Uh, shoot me a follow and then send me a message and we can have a convo about what you're doing. But I just want to know the scoop on what you guys are doing. And if you have any feedback or insight or expressions of interest on what you want to see in the next podcast, let me know because I'd love to keep tailoring it and expanding and putting things out there that people will enjoy. But that's all I'm going to answer for today. There are a few others, but I got back to them personally. Um, I just answered them in the DMs. I'm going to do another one of these maybe this season. Uh, I want to do one or two maybe per season. But there's a few really good episodes coming out and I can't wait for them. A few different individuals that you may or may not expect. Like always though, if you're tuning in on Spotify, I fucking adore you. Uh, Listening in the car, beach, walks, gym, wherever you're listening, just know I appreciate you so much. If you're tuning in on YouTube, and you're watching me talk in the fucking studio. There's only a couple more episodes I'm going to do whilst I'll be in the studio, uh, which is sad because this is the best it's ever looked and it's the most effort and investment I've put into it. But I feel like a backdrop in Bali, you know, of the beach or something might top it a little bit. But if you're tuning on YouTube, I appreciate you so much. Uh, Yeah, so much goes into the videoing and the editing and everything's all self-done. I do it all myself. Um, you know, and I just have so much fun with it. But anyone tuning in, sharing, if you post it to your story, if you send me a comment, if you write a comment, if you like, if you subscribe, it might seem meaningless and it might seem like it's not a big deal or if someone's doing well, they don't need the support, but the support like that matters so much. And trust me, I fucking see it and I know it and I love you guys for it. But like always, I hope you're doing well. I hope what you're going through at the moment, you realize that in time things will change, but they're only going to change if you change what you're doing. I hope you understand that you've been through worse before and that you've come out the other side. I hope you keep pushing, that you step up your training, that you be a better version. Keep living life as if the six months in the future version of you is watching and do what would make them proud, not what would make them upset. I appreciate you guys so much. Keep doing it for your future self. Big fucking love.